Calling All Sports Fans. There's only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do. That's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24-7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. And welcome everyone back to the Late Shift. It is our 2015 NBA Playoff Preview. I'm your host, Rodney Fisher, joined by my co-host, the one and only Mr. Royce Fisher as well. How you doing, Royce? I'm doing fine, Rodney. I'm only here so I won't get fined. <laughs> that's a that's a common theme in 2015. So, all right, let's jump right into it. We got so much stuff to talk about tonight. Um, everything to talk about, you know, the NBA playoffs. We've got um, the NBA season to talk about. You know, so much came down to really the last game, game number 82. You know, I've never seen a situation in the past when a team could go from the second place team all the way to the sixth place team. In one game. I, I can't remember that in any kind of recent history. Uh, uh, neither, Rodney. It, it's been really weird. And to see the two teams, you know, set to go to the state and Atlanta take off like they do. And then everybody else fight for it. But that West, man, that's something that, you know, that was really surprising. See the Spurs come out of nowhere, you know, battling for the second spot. See teams that doesn't deserve to be in the East or in the playoffs. So it's been a re- weird season. Yeah, it has. You know, it's, it's been a real I – w- I would categorize the season as not one of the best, but, you know, it started out with so much hype. You had LeBron going back to Cleveland. Uh, you had what was Miami going to do. You had some of the midseason trades and teams trying to get better, especially like our team here, the Dallas Mavericks. You had so much going on to really make this season kind of kind of different. And now we have the playoff part of the year where you get to see if these, these teams and these trades and these – They've done. They really paid off for them. Yeah, this has been the most competitive season I've seen in a long time. You know, I've been around a long time. You don't see teams dominating like the Lakers and Boston and uh, teams like that, like they did in the past. I feel like everybody's equal, man, with all the trades and the way the NBA is now. Uh, even the bad teams have gotten better, and these teams are almost equal. Well, before we break down the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference and talk a little bit about our MVP votes and who we think is the MVP for the season. Let's spend some time really quick uh, reminding everyone that can make sure they can download the podcast on iTunes, search for The Late Shift or RF Sports Radio, or go to the website, rfsportsradio.com. You can download not just this show, all of our past shows, but to other talk shows as well, too. Uh, let's spend some time real quick talking about some of the teams that did not make the playoffs. I'm going to spend... A few minutes, if you will, talking about the Oklahoma City Thunder, who, uh, you know, they, Russell Westbrook was back in effort ever since winning the All-Star Game MVP, putting up a massive point, does get the scoring title for the league. They they get a big win last night, but that Spurs loss knocked them out of the playoffs with the Pelicans, but they haven't been to the playoffs in, what, I think since 2005. So, 10-year drop through the playoffs. I'm happy for them. I know you have the fans Davis. But this Oklahoma City team, with Kevin Durant hurt being out for the rest of the season, Russell Westbrook playing like a bad man, Ibaka hurt, 
it, it, it could be the gift that the hurts because if they would have made the playoffs, how well would they have done? Well, you know, you can't blame Russell Westbrook for not making the playoffs. He did everything he could to try to get into the playoffs. But I think injuries really hurt them. Kevin Durant going out, uh, that really hurt him. And then this team been plagued all year with injuries. But brilliant effort by Westbrook, man. The guy played fantastic the last half of the season. And you can't fault him for not making it. But, they, you know, even with the trade for Waters, they just they didn't have enough. Yeah, and they brought in some big men, some big men help trying to help out. Enter. You know, and, and I think the trades they made were great trades. I mean, it, to, to come down like this to one final game and win the game that you need to win, you know, hats off to what's the rest of and what's the job that they've done. You know, Kevin Durant today at the uh, end of the season kind of interview, exit interview, said this was the hardest season he's had to face, sitting on the sideline, not making the playoff, being hurt. And, you know, I've, I've seen how motivated he can get. You no, know, he's a he was the reigning MVP. to miss out the next season. you got to imagine he's going to go in the offseason with a big tip on the shoulder. My question is, where do you go from here? Uh, they have some nice pieces in place. But Scott Brooks, I, I think his job is in jeopardy. Uh, does Kevin Durant leave in 2016? And, uh, you know, they – both back to back NBA, you know, scoring titles. You know, Westbrook won it this year. Kevin Durant won it last year. Uh, do you keep those two together? Or is it time to move on? That's my big. Well, you got to keep both of them together. I mean, because if you think about it, they had James Harden as that third option. You know, that was the year they went to the finals. You, you got to keep these guys together. You know, I think there's no question about it. As far as the coaching decision goes, we all knew Scott Brooks was on the hot seat this year. You can easily say, well, he didn't have a full roster to go with. That could have been a reason why they had a bad season. But I, I really, really feel like he won't be coaching the team next season, even though they had the injuries. And I think they're, I think Mark Jackson is a few to come back and coach. Yeah, that, that, I've heard a lot of rumors about that. Uh, Mark Jackson coming in to coach, but you know, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to the offseason to see what happens. Other injuries that played a big role, uh, we had the injury to Paul George in the offseason, you know, playing with the USA team, and he has pretty much all the games except for the last, uh, last three, I think, he was available in since this past Sunday. And limited minutes. That's right. He went down on this uh, game last night. They ended up losing to the Memphis Grizzlies, although they say it was just a strength, nothing major. But, you know, they made the playoffs as well, too. This is a team that we thought was going to be the, the next team to step up in the East. Um, and I guess the injuries plagued them as well. But they had a chance to kind of get in there and sneak in, but just can't get it done at the East. Yeah, and I'm not sold on Indiana. Uh, they're, they're all a good team, contending team. I'm just not sold on them. I think Paul George going out really disrupted this whole season. They tried to plug in pieces. Lance seems to leave. Uh, he was a kind of glue for the team, him being gone. And, uh, I'm just not sold on Indiana, and I'm not surprised they didn't make the playoffs. Well, one thing we know for sure is we won't be making a trip to Southeast. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. And that was so much fun the last couple of years. You know, you know we, we thought about that. Like, well, where do we have to go now? No, no, no more Southeast, no more hanging out. Because uh, the Miami Heat, they don't make the playoffs at all. I uh, couldn't even get the eight. Big injury to Chris Bosh, although we know he's coming back next year. 
Dwayne Wade will be a little bit over the next year as well, too. That's probably the best team uh, going dry today to trade for in, in the middle of the season. But, you know, they haven't made the, the playoffs uh, playoff postseason a long time. Absolutely. And uh, the absence of LeBron James really put a big ball in this team. Uh, like you said earlier, Chris Bosh going down really, really hurt this team. And they just really didn't have anything to compete with. I mean, seeing how Atlanta and these other teams took off, I really didn't expect, I expect the Heat to do better, but I'm kind of disappointed that they did. Dwayne Wade, you know, he's a lot old. He's not the Dwayne Wade of old. And uh, I think this team is going to rebuild around Chris Bosh to get better. Well, he's definitely got the contract to rebuild around being a max player now. You know, to me, I think in the Eastern Conference, the one team I thought was was a, was a for sure lock to make the playoffs was Miami. I thought even with the roster that they had, they could sneak into the uh, sneak into the playoff uh, post in the Eastern Conference. That we know some of those teams in the Eastern Conference have uh, winning records. Then I thought in the Western Conference that you you would imagine Oklahoma City would make it in there, and I was surprised by both of them. Now. Well, I, I, you're absolutely right. I, I agree with you. But injuries, you know, you can't predict injuries. That can change the whole dynamics of the team. And I think injuries caught those two teams really off guard and kind of disrupted the whole season. You're tuned into the late shift, the 2015 NBA playoff preview for round one. I'm Rodney Fisher, joined by Royce Fisher of RF Sports Radio. Make sure you check it out at rfsportsradio.com. Let's, Let's go, go ahead, ahead and jump into round one. Let's start with the East Conference. The Atlanta Hawks ran away with the East Conference. Uh, they'll get their playoff post to start uh, against the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Right, who made it in on the last game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there's already always been already been a little bit of a uh, little bit of talk, of course, from some of the teams about playing against the run. Uh, uh, I can't think of his name now. The point guard for the group. What's his name? Oh, uh, Dallas kid. I can't think of his name. Darren Williams. There you go. <laughs> I get, he, you know, he's been missing in action so much I can't remember his name. But anyway, uh, you know, they're led by him. Of course, they get a little pass back or two. But for the Hawks, man, uh, my biggest thing that impressed me is that they, they had so many all-stars the coach was the, the head coach of the Eastern Conference. And to me, he's done a miraculous job with the team to get such a big lead in the Eastern Conference. And they play that Spurs type of ball. Absolutely. Mike a, a great Popovich, branch off of his being with the Spurs for as long as he was. And, and, and I had to see them playing that kind of Spurs ball. And I think it's been easy series to win. Absolutely. I give the Hawks the win. Uh, and you're absolutely right. They play exactly like the Spurs do. That was the biggest surprise to me this year for the Hawks and the way they played. And I saw that I had to see them play. And I got to agree with everybody. This is probably the second best team in basketball right now. And I, I would say the Nets, with Paul Pierce leaving and Kevin Garnett leaving, what did you expect? Well, I mean, you, they, spent, they spent a lot of money, you know, and, and they still have a couple of serviceable players with Lopez and Johnson and Darren Williams, who I can't remember. But they overpaid for Joe Johnson. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. But, you know, it's going to be kind of – the Hawks, to me, though, 
You know, they can't let up off the gas. Okay, know, but they, look they, at this. The playoffs before, they were in the playoffs last year, but they, they have get, now they got the target on their back. They had nothing to lose last year in the playoffs, but now their target is there. And they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to play play big. But the Hawks dumped their two best players uh, this past year, and they got better. Joe Johnson and uh, what's the guy with Houston uh, from Atlanta? Josh Smith. Josh Smith. Two best players they carried them. all those years. I'm just saying they dumped their two best players and blew this team up and started all over. You know, and that was a good thing. They got Millsap in. Uh, a couple of years ago, and like I said, I think the coaching was the biggest difference in this team. Uh, they played just like the Spurs, they had the same attitude as the Spurs, and they shared the ball like the Spurs. So that was the biggest surprise to me in the East period. Well, it's going to be an interesting series. They get that thing underway Sunday at 5.30 Eastern on TNT, and that'll be still a good series to watch because everyone wants to know. I look for a sweep. It could be. I, I, I won't give it a sweep. I don't give Brooklyn. Don't I can't see Brooklyn. I think they're going to end that early. It's going to be uh, too much firepower for Atlanta. And I think this will be an early out for Brooklyn. I give the Nets at least one win. Oh, you got to be I kidding me. I'll I, I, I buy you dinner if, the, if Brooklyn wins one game. I'll be very surprised if the Hawks, you know, the Hawks do pull off the which they can. That says a, that's going to say a lot to me. I, I give the definitely. And yet, look, they do have the home field advantage. And the way this crowd has came back into Atlanta, they ain't left for a while. They talked about even trading the team. But the way the city has uh, surrounded this team and got behind this team and having their home court advantage, but they don't lose very much in the games at home. I got to give them the sweep. It's going to be interesting to look at that crowd, too. I mean, there are a lot of stars in Atlanta. I mean, Everybody's going to be out there. I'd like to go to that series. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good for that. And, of course, a lot of stars will be in Brooklyn as well, too. Um, it, also, in the Eastern Conference, you got the Toronto Raptors. are going to be pouring off with the Washington Wizards. You know, I don't know what to make of the Wizards team. I thought they'd be a lot better. Uh, but they have been so consistent. And, and sometimes in the game, they just can't even score. You know, they can't they can't score any points, even though they have John Wall, Bradley Bill, who's a sharp shooter, Paul Pierce, uh, Gortat, who's a great big man. Nene's a great big man as well, too. But just, I just I don't understand why they can't score the ball. And then you got Toronto, who's kind of the big surprise of this year at the playoffs. And, and they, they have a great home for as well, too. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to call this series. Yeah, to me, it's probably the most even match of the two uh, other games in the East, of uh, the Wizards and the Raptors. These teams are similar. They both came up last year. They both had something to prove this year. And, man, what about the luck of the draw, these two playing each other, man? They have to be – this is going to be a great series. Uh, I think this is going to be probably the best series in the East other than uh, – well, I can't see anybody else. But I think – you know, these teams are so similar. They're both young. They're both up and coming. And I'm surprised they end up playing each other. And that's going to be a great series. I have to give a nod to the Raptors. I think the Raptors. Maurice back. He's healthy now. I think the Raptors will pull it out. Like you say, you don't get a lot of scoring from the Wizards. Yeah, that, you know, that's the thing that bothers me the most. You know, it's just on score. I, I think for the Wizards, John Wallace got to really start to understand that he is a superstar in that team. 
Uh, he had some games where he's unstoppable. They were scores, great defense. Yeah, they play a great game. They, they go as he goes. And, and the thing about the Raptors, too, they can run with the Wizards, you know. It's not it's not like it's not like the Wizards run them or the Raptors run the Wizards. So this is going to be two kind of they, they, they both evenly match. Uh, that's a toss-up for me. It's going to be a real running gun kind of game. So, uh, so if you have to get the 91, you have to give a prediction for the game. What, what, what's the prediction? Uh, that, that one I can't predict. I'm going to throw my hands up on that one. <laughs> Um, so you don't care who is other. I, I, like I said, I, I, I give a little bit of edge, more edge to the Raptors. Okay. And I do the Wizards. But, like I said, the team goes as John Wilds go with the Wizards. And if he has a great series, I have to give the nod to the Wizards. So that's why I said it's a top up for me. All right. Well, we'll find out. I'm going to give the nod to the Raptors as well, too. Uh, because, like I said, it's just any team that has problems going is going to have a problem in the playoffs. You got the Chicago Bulls, the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the Bucks, the uh, kind of surprise team to me. They kids first year as a head coach. They lose their top draft pick as far as Parker. But yes, they still play out at the Greek Freaks. They got uh, other young players that are playing really big for them as well, too. Chicago, my team that I picked up against the season to win the Eastern Conference. And they're back healthy. That's all I want to say. They got they got their roster back, their coaches back. It's gonna give it going to give you goals for the you know, Butler, Todd Gibson. I think the Bulls run away with the series. I I think it's a series with the Bulls. Yeah, I have to go with you on the Bulls. You, you really can't count the Bulls out. They're kind of like San Antonio in the West. They're a good team. They face themselves when it comes playoff time. But they got typical one of Another great coach. But I, I think the Bucks are the best up-and-coming young team out there. Like I said, Jason Kidd has done a great job. I think he's going to surprise. I get him one win. And that's going out on that. I get the Bucks win one game and take this to a four-game series. But I, I, give the, I give the Bucks at least one win. I'm excited to see these guys play. Can they step it up? Can they move to the next level? There's a lot of questions, but... Uh, in the near future, they're going to be a great team. What, what, what about the Bulls? I mean, legitimately, they have well, a chance. To... They, they, they were struggling because of injuries. But like I said, everybody's healthy now. Uh, they start clicking. I think they're going to start off pretty slow because the guys have been out. They've been plugging guys in. Uh, Derrick Rose is back. What are we going to get out of Derrick Rose? But they got so many other great players on that team that can carry the team. i say the Bulls win. You know, we, we could spend our whole show talking about Derrick Rose and some of the stuff he's been through and him coming back from rehab so quick. He said this was the worst rehab he's ever done because he's come back so quick. And what are we going to get out of him? That's the big question mark for me. And I, I still believe in Derrick Rose, as dumb as that may sound. But, you know, to me, I still think he's one of the best players in the league when he is healthy. And, 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 and you're absolutely right. Gonna, and I think right now, to me, it's not even about the physical health. It's more about the mental health. Is he going to go out there and play knowing that, hey, I'm coming off of, you know, season end injuries back to back. I just had another one. Is that going to be in his mind mentally? Because if it is, they can the eat. They well, need their, their Not necessarily. good thing about the Bulls, they did get the Bucks. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. They don't have to play him a lot of minutes. Let him get his uh, feet back, you know what I mean? Let him get his rhythm back. 
If he scores 10 points, if he plays 28 minutes a game, uh, you know, just to get him back. They got enough players on that team to beat the Bucks, even if he was out. So, I, you know, I, I say let him get his feet back, let him get the rhythm back, let him get his confidence back, play him limited minutes, you know, see what you're getting. If he's struggling, you can take him out and you still have a chance. So, But if, if he comes back healthy and the Derrick Rose we saw old, it's going to be a sweep. But I just want to see him and some of these, you know, I want to see him go against some of these better yeah, point stars, right. him against Kyrie Irving or, or well, Kyle Lowry. That could be where it happens. You know, I just, I just want to, you know, I'm still a big Bulls believer and a big Derrick Rose fan, so I'm ready to get this series over with. So you're saying the Bulls and the Cavs? Well, let's get through the first round. Let's <laughs> okay. get through the first All round right. first and then kind of go from there. And in the last uh, series, the number two seed, the Cleveland Cavaliers, who people, for whatever reason, thought that they were struggling, and people kind of were pacing themselves as well, too. They'll play the ball successfully, too. A big shout out to the Animals. The game went in sack. Right. Send the ball successfully to the playoffs. So, big shout out to Jay Crowder. I know you're listening out there. Uh, X Maverick. Yeah, the beast. Yeah. Gave him that name. Gave him that name. I said the animal. He's the right. beast. The beast. Right. And, uh, you know, with Cleveland, and, and I thought this was kind of strange to me, that, you know, Las Vegas had Cleveland as the number one favorite team to win it all, you know, the, the Cavaliers. And, you know, if people have been listening to us for a while, I know you're a LeBron hater. I know you're a LeBron hater. You're a LeBron hater. You're a LeBron hater. What else did he have to do? Okay, but let me just finish what I'm saying. So they have him as the number one seed. They feel like he's going to win. The Cavaliers going to win the whole thing. Did everybody hear what happened last year? Was I the only one that's how the Spurs murder LeBron James and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade and the returning champion Miami Heat, and you trying to tell me that the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team with LeBron, a bunch of guys that have not been to the playoffs, so Kyrie hasn't been. Well, the, the bench had. Look at look at the bench. Okay, the, everybody on the bench has been to the playoffs. Okay, but you got Mike Miller. Uh, you got uh, what's the other guy from Miami? Three point sharpshooter. I can't think. James Jones. James Jones. And you did, they do have playoff experience. But, as it's been said for the last couple of years, he's the best player on the planet. We're talking about LeBron James. I know you don't like him. I didn't say I didn't like him. But, you saw what happened when he left Miami. They were nothing. He has carried Cleveland before to the playoffs. He can do it again. He has a... He has a. But he didn't even have a. He didn't. He didn't have anybody there. He had. Did we not see the Spurs dominate? Are you telling me that the Miami Heat? Well, the Spurs beat everybody last year. The Miami Heat from last year are they a better team than the Cleveland Cavaliers this year? No. Is the Cavaliers this year better than the Heat last year? No. No. Returning champion Miami no. Heat? No. No. I, I, I think the Miami Heat was better than the Cleveland Cavaliers this year. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, they are better. But, but, but you still have the best player. You know, take, let's take the equation out that you don't like LeBron. He's still the best player on the planet. He's still LeBron James. 
Uh, and as long as you have LeBron James on your team, you got a chance to win. And look who they're playing, right? They got an easy road. They got an easy road to the playoffs. The only team they really have to worry about are the Hawks and the Bulls. And if those two eliminate each other, then they just have one team to worry about. But they have the, the best record, the second best record. So you, you, you really got to give it to them. You, you can't see them out going out early. I know. I just think it's very premature to name them the favorites to win. I, I really do. I really think the well, favorites to Okay, you talked about him last year against the Spurs. Okay, but the year before, he personally took up on himself to win the championship from the Spurs. That game six. Right, and they won back-to-back. So, I mean, he's still the best player. Take the – you know, I mean, you know, you don't like it. it. I never but did. Never, You're I not a big LeBron James fan. That's a fact. I can go back and you can go back and listen to the past shows. You it's just want to give the guy his credit. No, I'm I'm giving him his credit. I'm and Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. I I'm just I, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Gerald Smith. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, the two guys that are going to be depending on the most. Unproven. They've never been to playoffs. They've never won. Yeah, playoffs. look at how he's done all year. He's had yeah, he's had a fifty-point game. Let's, let's, not, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. You watch. Yeah, he's been to playoffs. He's never been to playoffs. Well, he's he's he's, he's been close. Never been. He's been never close. But hold up for a second. You watch a lot of basketball. The playoffs and the regular season totally different. Yeah, we understand that. But look, look, look at the East. I mean, look at, look at the East. Who's going to get them fits other than the Hawks and the Bulls? Who else is that? The Wizards can't beat them. The Raptors can't beat them. The Bucks can't beat them. So you get the Bulls and the Hawks. The Raptors can't beat them. I give them. I give them. They're the only two teams that could possibly beat them. And I don't think the Bulls can. I think that anybody can beat them to beat the Hawks. You think the Cavaliers can beat the Spurs? No. I don't that's think anybody can saying. beat the Spurs right now. I'm saying. They got them the favorite to win it all. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. And, and you, you got to remember, Dallas did beat that same man team you talked about. about. Right. That sure did. That sure did. But let's jump to the Western Conference take a quick 30-second break for session identification. You listen to the late shift, 2015 NBA playoff round one. with right, right back. Calling all sports fans. There's only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do. That's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24 7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. And welcome everyone back to the late shift, the 2015 NBA playoff preview round number one. I am Rodney Fisher, joined by Royce Fisher. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at RF Sports Radio. Check out the website, rfsportsradio.com. Download the podcast. Listen to some other shows. Follow us as we cover the entire NBA playoffs. We just broke down the Eastern Conference. Um, the matchups, the key players, the coaches, 
Um, and now we're going to talk about the Western Conference, who we have a lot more knowledge about. I'll be so watching right. every game of this West, I'm telling you. Let's this. start with the uh, number one team in the West, the number one team in the league, the Golden State Warriors taking on the uh, young, up-and-coming, hard-headed fella, uh led by Anthony Davis, who put it on the impressive show. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I, I just think that effort to beat the Spurs was huge at home to get them in the playoffs. As I mentioned before, their first playoff visit in 10 years for the city. And the Warriors are bringing in who may be the MVP, Steph Curry, who I saw a video the other day, 77 three-pointers in a row in practice. Uh, one, one half of the Splash Brothers, led by Steve Kerr, first year head coach. Um, do you give the Pelicans any chance in this series? No. Uh, listen, if the Pelicans don't go any further, it's been a great season. They have something to be alone for next year. But Steph Curry, that's all I have to say. They 67 and 15. It doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't get any better than that. And from mid-November to December, they won a 16-game winning streak. You can't, you can't beat that. They play good defense, and they play good offense. Number one defense, number one offense. Uh, I think the Pelicans would – Anthony Davis would play great. I think he would shine in the series. I think he would make a name for himself. And to me, he's already made a name for himself. But you got to give it to Golden State. What about – okay, but what about, you know, looking past the series – the Warriors and if they can take over the Western Conference like they've dominated so far this year. There's a lot of question marks about what they're going to do down low with Andrew Bocic. He's going to be healthy enough to really be a big man down there. They're playing against the best power forwards in the league against Anthony Davis. I mean, what are they going to do about the Fine. Too Too much offense. It they, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Too but, much. Too but, much. It, it, Everybody it, on that team can score. Anybody on that team can take over the game. Even the, even the coach can come out there. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if Steph Curry had the bad night, he had four of the players that can pick up the slack. So, Damon Green's got to be defensive player of the year. Yeah, he's done a great job as well, too. It's going to be a good series. If he's not, then we may be, he may be playing against the defensive player of the year in Anthony right. Davis. Right. Uh, he'll have a great game. He'll make a name for himself. Like I said, the Pelicans don't go any further. They have to be happy about what they have done this year and what they can deal on for next year. And then you got the Portland Trailblazers, who we had a chance to see Wednesday night taking on. Oh, man. I, I call this the CBS Walgreens series. Because you got two decimated by injury. Portland's forced off. I got the Wounded Warriors game. Yeah, that would be a good, be a good idea. <laughs> I mean, so many injuries, man. You know, it, it, really – I don't, I don't know who to pick for this one, right now. You know, neither one of them have a healthy body. Yeah. And, like, we saw, like, Portland the other day, they look bad. They they didn't look good. And Memphis is limping. You know, they got Conley out, uh, Marcus all out, Tony Allen out. God knows who else is. They had Memphis. So, I think they will play, but they're going to be playing hurt. I'm going to get a North. No, at the park, Portland. I think Aldridge is going to play great. I think he's going to step up. You know, Batum is hurt. Uh, but you know, Damian, yeah, but Damian Lillard is a, he, he, Damian Lillard is a killer. 
Uh, we come down to the last shot. That's who I want to have the ball. And if it's a close game, I got to give it to Portland. I think DeMarcus obviously is going to have a great series. I think, you know, he's got that bad wrist as well, too, so I don't know how effective he – He won't be. He didn't look too bad the other night against the Mavericks. But he won't be LaMarcus Aldridge that we've all known. You know, yeah. not, not to me. I, that's why I give it. I give the nod to the Grizzlies because I think Portland's just in worse shape than the Grizzlies are. But I'm gonna say this about both teams: suck it up, <laughs> play hurt. Yeah, yeah. You have to suck it up and play hurt and play hard. So, and and hey, I, I can't even pick this game. I, I won't even pick this game. I like the Grizzlies this series. I, I just think that I think they're With all the injuries they have. Yeah, they're more healthier than Portland. They're more healthier than Portland. I but don't know. They got some. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for both teams, like I said, the Wounded Warriors game. Yeah. And then you got the uh, Los Angeles Clippers and Ooh. San Antonio Spurs. And, of course, Spurs are defending champions who have been on a tear throughout the league uh, for the last, what, 20 games or so. Um, they, they really have kind of just been hibernating and now they've been full swing and full gear. The Clippers team that you know, you say I'm a LeBron hater, you might say I'm a Clipper hater too, because I'm just I'm, I've never been impressed with the Clippers. I just don't think they're just let me tell you what the Clippers are. They're the best team without any postseason success. You know what I mean? All year they play great, but they don't have any postseason success. No. We've seen that, right. and you know they go as Chris Paul goes. So he has a great. Yeah, if he has a great game, I think they do good. Now, they did beat the Spurs one time this year. They beat them 119-115. And they've been 14-2 and two since Griffin has came back. But we're talking about the defending champion, San Antonio Spurs. And great coaching. They've made six in offense, third in defense. Uh, they've been pacing this up all year. I, I think he just lets loose on the man, and it's going to be a close series. I give the Clippers. I, I think this is going to go all the way. He's going to go seven games. I think it's going to go seven games because I think the Clippers can win in LA, and we know the Spurs were dominating San Antonio. So two two. I, I, think, I think it's going to be a 4-2 series. I think it'll be a six game. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I think. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if it goes seven. I, I, I think uh, San Antonio will win the first two. Clippers will win the next two. San Antonio will go ahead and finish them out. So that, that's how I'm predicting that. But like I said, Clippers are a big disappointment. They can't play in the postseason. Regular season, they do great. But that team goes that Chris Paul goes. And if he has a bad series, I, I, I think it's over. But... Jamal Crawford, I think, is the key to this whole thing. What are you going to get from him? If, if he goes off, I can see them winning two games. Well, I, 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 I think the kid Jamal Crawford. I don't, I don't think Jamal Crawford's going to be enough to save him. I really don't. I, even though he's going to come off the bench, he's going to light it up. I just don't think he's going to be enough. I, I look for Kawhi Leonard, who always comes alive in the playoffs for the Spurs. I look for him to have a huge series in and here's the key. You know Greg Popovich, Hacker Jordan. Yeah, if they go to the Hacker Jordan, it's over. Yeah, they're going to do it. You know, if you get it close to the end, go to, and, and you know Greg Popovich will do that in a minute. He, he put everybody out there to foul Jordan, put him on the free throw line, you know he can't shoot free throws, 
And like the game's close, he's gonna go that first find a way to win. Well, that's 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 a strategy for anybody playing the right. hack. Right, hack the Series to hack him. Right. That's the big strategy. Right. You know, I, I just see the Spurs. I, I think they'll do it four two if if it may even be that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, may not even be that close. Yeah. So the the last series in the Western Conference we'll discuss is of course uh, one that's in our yeah. backyard. Get uh, covering both uh, both ends of this particular series as the Houston Rockets against the Dallas Mavericks. You know, it was it was kind of you know when we were at the game, we were watching the Mavs play. I was very surprised as far as plays as long as they did with the injuries that they already have. Um, but you know, we're, we're trying to watch them play, but yeah, we're watching Spurs game and Rockets game trying to figure out well who are they going to play. And I think the vibe I got from everyone, fans, the media, the players, was almost a sigh of relief that they're playing the Rockets, not playing the Spurs. Absolutely. You know, but the thing is, to me, you know, you, you're 3-1 throughout the season with the Rockets. You only beat them one time. You haven't really had a chance to play them when they're in the, when they're in the White House. Um, so it's kind of like, yeah, you're excited to play them, but you, you haven't really played this team you can in the playoffs. James Harden, what else can I say? Second best player. He was up for MVP. He carried the load for this team. The key to beating Houston is to stop James Harden. And I don't care if you have to double team and triple team and send everybody out there asking, but he always goes to the free throw line. You can't foul him because, you know, and then. My question is, Chandler Park, is he going to be okay? Is this homecoming? You know, go back to the team you just left. It's got to be weighing heavy on him. Uh, you know, this average team's been up and down all year. We've been following him very closely. I, I, I really can't get a grip on him. Uh, Dwight Howard, I don't know what you're going to get. He always gets... You know, he played a good series last year against Portland. They came up short. And we call out, like, they probably can go to Hack Howard. It's too close. So, that's stupid. And then, Dirk, how does Dirk want to be remembered? You know, it's, he may have one year left. Uh, but they took San Antonio seven games last year. And we call out, had them ready. I, I don't know if he's going to have them ready this time for this Houston team. I'm going to say this is going to be so close, it's going to come down to the last game. I do give Dallas a chance. I'm giving a little more edge to Houston, but there's so many unanswered questions. I don't know. You know, What are you going to give with Dallas? Monte Ellis, what are you going to get? No, it's funny to hear you just talk because I know for a fact so <laughs> we've had so many discussions about the Mavericks. We've all we've said no matter who they play, they yeah, be out they the first out. round. Right, right. Um, you know, here's, here's the, the thing to be. I think you touched on something that's really important. That that is Chandler Parsons, who has a sore knee, who did play a little on one today. Who I, I, as I told everyone, you're gonna play game one. You know, the games that they played in Houston so far, he's really allowed going back to Houston in his head mentally. You know, in those games he played, 
Rockets, and, and the Rockets know that. The Rockets know what kind of players they're going to play. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. No one gets up on the end. You know, they push them, they taunt them, they do everything during the game. Uh, the fans are going to be all over him during the game as well, too. Um, it, it, to me, he's got to be the one to step. He's got to earn his right, money. Right, right, right. Yeah, he has to prove himself. And um, I, I just, I just don't know what he's made of yet. And, and I guess we're going to find out in this series. You know, the, the other player that concerns me about the Mavericks is uh, Monte Ellis. You know, big question mark. Well, the, the thing is, you know, he's been having somewhat of a standoffish kind of attitude towards the team for whatever reason. Um, people have speculated this and speculated that. And, and if you think about that series against the Spurs, he kept him in it. He I, kept him in right, right. So, you know, he's got to get his head back in the game. He's got to get his head back. But he's been so inconsistent here lately. He, he, I, I think he feels like, yeah, I think he feels like he has to carry his team in the fourth quarter, and we've seen him do it a couple of times. But you don't have to do it every game. I, I think he takes upon himself to be the savior of the fourth quarter. You know, uh, his attitude has been, like you said, rocky lately. Uh, I don't know. But he's playing for a contract. He has to remember that. He's playing for next year's contract. If he wants big money, now is the time to prove yourself. Let's see what he's worth. See if he's worth another contract. See if he's worth big money. We know what happened at Golden State. And we know there's travels around the NBA. A lot of people said bad things about it. They say his attitude is his problem. But big call out of the genius. And if he can find a way to even get it close, uh, you know, if they win one game, uh, two games, but they, the Mavericks are too inconsistent for me. Yeah, well, I, I give Carl out the edge over Mikhail any day. Oh, absolutely. Any day. Absolutely. You know, you know, and he got a pretty good bench. The Mavericks do have a pretty good yeah, bench. They do. they do have a great bench, and that we have some veteran players from Amar Stoudemire. I think it's going to be. I think Amar Stoudemire is going to play lights out uh, in this series. And you got to look on the other side of Houston side. They have Jason Terry. So, <laughs> I mean, what is, I, I know he wants to shine and he's play against his old team. So, uh, both, of swap, both of them have swap players. So, Terry's going to be starting. He's going to be starting. But, you know, Richard Jefferson has stepped in and, and did very well and for Tyler Parson, you know. And, uh, I, I, you know, the matchup between Dwight Howard and Tyson Chandler is going to be interesting, you know. But we do have two big bodies to put on Dwight Howard, which is good. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, I mean, there's so many storylines in this series that we'll find. Jason Terry, Chandler Parsons, you got uh, Daryl Moore, the GM for the Houston right. Rockets, and Mark they're Cuban, back right. They, they've been exchanging. You got Mikhail and Carlisle teammates, right. you know, when Celtics. I mean, there's so many different, there's so many different kind of storylines that go along with this one. You know, but you know, you, you mentioned that the Mavericks last year took the Rockets to seven, I mean, the Spurs right. seven games. This team they have here is way better than last year's team. You think so? Way better. I mean, you, yeah, yeah, I, think about yeah, it. yeah I, I, I would, would say, say on paper and, I would say, and I would, players. I would say, by, I would say record. I would say players. And, and we, we talk. You think about the roster West comprised now. We're talking about big time playoff caliber players. 
Richard Jefferson has been big in Tyson. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tyson Chandler has brought us our own championship. Right. John Rondo. You're talking about guys that have been in the playoffs. Yeah, and you got guys that reigned in playoff experience. You know, I asked Coach about that. I said, you know, with so much experience on this team, that you feel like you, you can go far. And absolutely right. These guys have been in the playoffs. They know what it takes to win in the playoffs. Can they do it? That's the question. Well, they got to play as a team, you know. Right. The thing with James, you know, you mentioned James Harden. He's having an unbelievable season. It was kind of surreal to sit there and watch uh, or listen to Carlisle talk so great about Harden, you know, talking about how he's probably the best player he's seen in NBA history in terms of creating contact uh, and being physical and still getting the shot. And that's that's high praise. And my opinion, guy played on a physical team like the Celtics, coached a physical team like Indiana and Detroit. Won an NBA title. So, so I, I think that's that's a big that's a big compliment. But you know the other thing is Harden's strategy, the way he plays. I mean. Literally, he's going to be at the free throw line 20, 25 times. And he's going to bait the daylight out of marriage. Well, that, that's the thing. So, if you get Tyson in foul trouble, you get Amari in right. foul trouble, right. then what? Then what do you do? You know, right. and yeah. I think that's got to be a big strategy for the Rockets is to get in the lane, draw the fouls, get these guys in foul trouble, because that's where they're weak at. They're weak at. Remember the 2011 when the Mavericks did win the championship? They had a great defender player, Deshaun Marion. Uh, a lot of other guys they can defend. Uh, they're going to put their best defensive player on James Harden. Who is that? It's got to be Ray John Rondo. Yeah, you got to put one of those guys on him to to, to, to give him jump and make him work for himself. Well, we know he can create his own shot. But do, do you leave him to double team him and leave somebody else wide open because they. Houston is a great three-point shooting team. Yeah, one of the most threes than anybody. You know, so how do you defend this team? Do you, you know, you, you can't let James Harden just take over, but you can't leave guys to double-team him and leave guys wide open. So I'm interested to see what Carlisle does with this and how he plays this. But you have to put your best defender, and he, whether he, like said, Rondo and Jefferson on him. But they, they're the two best defenders on the team. Well, you, you can't, can't let Monte and none of these other guys because he's not a great defensive player. His, his mindset is scoring, you know. I think the player for the Rockets that the Magic to watch out for is Trevor Reese. Yeah, yeah because yeah. He's gonna, I think he's going to take Parsons completely out of the game. He'll be under his skin at the first ab- 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 Absolutely. And he, puts the, he can be a scorer as well, too. He's had playoff experience with the Rockets and with the Lakers. So he. He knows what it takes to win the playoffs. You know, Parsons has had some pretty good games. Uh, he, he's been a, but like I said, the question mark, he, you know, when he goes these and he had that trouble. But if he wants to be the future of this team, I, I want to see something now. Yeah, he's got to earn his money. He's got to earn his money. You know, Dirk's leaving soon. Uh, he's next in line to take over that position. So I'm interested in seeing, and can these veterans, and, and they have to stay healthy. I mean, you can't have anybody in there. Yeah. You know, especially the math. I was reading, I was looking at the stat for James Harden. You know, the last three playoff series he's been in, he shot less than 40%. Yeah. Um, well, he takes a lot of shots, but he's not that effective in the playoffs. And 
know, for him, I think if, if he doesn't win MVP, if they do get to Steph Curry, I mean, watch out. I mean, well, he, uh, he he said today that he was the MVP. He said that he believes he's the MVP, and uh, he had the legitimate claim because he did had to carry the team without Dwight Howard. But like I say, Steph Curry is my choice. But I say one and two, one uh, A and one B. You got to put those two together. Yeah, my, my but, point about but James Harden, you know, like I say, if he only shoots forty percent, he's gonna go to the free throw line twenty times. Yeah, you know, my point about you know talking about James Harden and him maybe not winning if they give it to Steph Curry, who I think they got. You know, he's already got a big chip on his shoulder. He got a huge chip on his shoulder. He's gonna be pissed. Coming off the bench in Oklahoma City, he got a huge chip on his shoulder when. Um, you know, he was the guy in Houston, and they brought in Dwight Howard, and um, he's got he's gonna have an even bigger chip on his shoulder if he didn't win MVP for the season that he's had uh, so far for the Houston Rockets. You know, it's I think again so many storylines. Even the Dwight Howard storyline is pressing the absolutely. If he wasn't a Rocket, he would have been a Mav. You know, so so it's kind of like we. Well, you know, I'm not really sold on Dwight Howard. I, I think he could be more dominant than what he is. He's been hurt, though. Uh, hurt a lot. He went to L.A. because he stayed in L.A. and, you know, been a thing. And I, I'm just not sold on Dwight Howard. But, uh, like, I don't know. I haven't seen him much this year. Like, he was hurt. But uh, I would just hack him to death. I'd put him on the free throw line. And i let, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose. Let James Harden beat me. I'm not going to let Dwight Howard beat me. So, so I guess it's time for us to pick a win for this series. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I think it'll go seven games too. I really do. I think it'll be stretched out to seven, and uh, I think it'll go seven games. And I'm gonna go ahead and give the Mavericks the win. Oh, I'm that's a bold prediction. Give the Mavs a win in seven. Well, well, I'm gonna tell you, it always works. Some, one of the favorites always lose. Yeah, it never yeah, always been upset. Right. I, I'm gonna call this an upset. I'm gonna say the Mavs surprise everybody and uh, eliminate the Rockets. So I'm gonna go with you on that. If we both wrong, it, it, it's gonna go down to the why. Because, like I said, playoffs is a different animal. Uh, everybody's at zero. We started last year when they start uh, all over the Mavs played great. They're the only team that took San Antonio to seven games. They even competed with San Antonio. I say they do the same thing with the Rockets. Well, it's going to be interesting, man. They get started on Saturday night. The game will be at that be live in Houston. So, any Houston Rocket fans out there, make sure you uh, take us up. You know, don't throw nothing at us. Right. Up to it. Yeah, we can debate. Yeah, but but uh, I'm going to get in and out of Houston as quick as possible. All right, before we get out of here, we want to give uh, real quick, we go to a couple of kind of season awards, right? We talked about MVP, so I think we both agree. Steph Curry is going to get the MVP, he means the best friend, the best team. Yeah. I agree. I think we both agree on that. What about Coach of the Year? You got to give it to uh, Steve Kerr. Uh, uh, what's the guy with Atlanta? Mike Budenholzer. Mike Budenholzer. But I'm going to say Mike Budenholzer because we weren't even talking about They were talking about getting rid of the Hawks. Steve Kerr had something to work with. But the Hawks is a whole different story, man. I mean, he got these guys. At one time, they did have the best record. What about, what, what, what about uh, Jason Kidd? No. 
Yeah. Uh, I can't. I, I, well, you no, don't give the coach of the year to. That Bucs team was the second worst team in the league last year. Yeah, but you don't give the coach of the year. You give coach of the year just like to the yeah. best team. And uh, I've yeah, never seen yeah. a guy with the record that the Bucs had yeah. win that. Coach of the year. I mean, there's several different candidates. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you got to give it to the Hawks. I mean, they were talking about getting rid of this team, man. Nobody's even talking about the Hawks. They were the biggest disappointment in the NBA for years. Yeah, but they've been going to the playoffs, though. I mean, the Bucs weren't in the playoffs last year. Right, right. But I can't give it to the Bucs. The Pelicans went in the playoffs last year, and they made it this year. Well, the Pelicans went in the playoffs when Chris Paul was there. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. But uh, I, I I I I can't see it. I'm gonna give it to uh, Steve Kerr uh, Buzanow. That's my choice. You disagree? Uh, you know what? You think Jason Kidd should be coach of the year? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not okay, saying that. I'm just saying. <laughs> we I, I wouldn't be mad if he gave it to Mike Buzanowser, but I he could have just got lucky because we saw what he did in Brooklyn. I'm just saying there are other there are other viable candidates. There's not other viable candidates for MVP, but everybody's not going to win. Yeah, but you have to look at teams that have made a big transformation and a big turnaround. And the Hawks were going to the playoffs last year. The Celtics made the playoffs. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. You can use him as well, too. I'm just saying. It doesn't have to be there. And so is your choice. That's the question. So, so now you now you went from two to five people. Who's your choice? I don't know. I mean, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna give it to Steve Kerr. Yeah. That's what I think they're gonna. I, I credit now. He shouldn't get all the critics. I think half of them are more than that. I think they should give. I think they'll give Steve. Kerr. But he did make them a better defensive team than they were. What about, you know? What I thought was interesting too. I got the media uh, email the other day about the players now voting on their own. Right. A player vote. Right. Who do you think the players think they can be? I think they. All I'm saying against Steph Curry. He has broken more ankles. Would you be surprised if they voted like LeBron instead of Steph Curry? Listen, I don't think they want to give him LeBron. LeBron got all the war. They they they're tired of LeBron. You know, they may respect him, but I think they had too. They had enough of LeBron. LeBron's not the only player in the NBA. They call him the best player on the planet. So uh, I think his time is gone. There's too many young, great players coming in now. It's, it's We're going to see. It's going to be interesting to see what the players think about that. But that's been our preview for uh, round one for the 2015 NBA playoffs. We'll be previewing round two as well, too, but stay tuned. We'll be back next week with more sports talk from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Late Shift, brought to you by rfsportsradio.com. You can download the iTunes, search for RF Sports Radio, or search for Go to our website, stories.rfsportsradio.com. For myself, Ryder, for Coach Fisher, enjoy the game. Talk to you guys next week.